When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to a bonus episode from Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man. And with me is the camera-addicted Carl. <laughs> camera. Exactly. I got my addiction under control now. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm down to down to about 50 cameras now. I think that it helped that Soul cut down on your allowance. <laughs> Saw that it was a problem. And it was, that, it was know, a, I, it was a big problem. I, so. I, I love my grandson. You know, I, I got to make sure that, you know, he's not being taken advantage of with these uh, camera salesmen. So uh, only $5 a month now for your allowance, uh, sunny boy. Speaking of cameras. <laughs> no, I mean, like we have a, a you know, a weird, weird guest that's going to be coming on. And I'm not saying that he's weird in a bad way. I'm saying weird in a good way. Weird in a good way. We've never had a guest like this. Yeah, we never had before. We, we never had one like all that. of our guests have either. Well, let's say put it this way. All of our guests are uh, pretty dark in the skin pigment <laughs> section. They they had so much vitamin D inside of them. You know, you can consider them uh, Native American. And this is the uh, the lightest skinned guest that we'll, we've ever had. <laughs> so I like to welcome Jeff from Just Jeff Podcast. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey guys. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. And uh, uh, I think that uh, some of our listeners probably did catch that episode where you had us featured on your podcast, but if you could just, you know, kind of give a quick introduction to our listeners about who you are, what your podcast is about, and where you can find the podcast. Yeah, uh, well, Jeff, as you heard, as was mentioned, uh, I had these guys on recently on my Pickles Will Prevail episode where we, we talk actually <laughs> a lot more about pickles than you'd think <laughs> and pickle-related things, which I'm okay with. I love pickles. Uh, but you can, you know, you could find me on Instagram at just underscore Jeff underscore podcast. You can find our, my podcast on Anchor, on Spotify, uh, iTunes, any of those places where you listen to your podcasts. Awesome. Yeah, go check out our episode. It's the latest one out. Episode 14, I believe, is our episode. Perfect. I mean, like, you know, it was weird because when we were talking on the episode there, we had a lot of, of reminiscence about like how us childhood was growing up versus like a, like a white kid's way of growing up. So it was like, uh, you know, we grew up on dirt and we grew up on like the sand and rocks and stuff like that. And we, we have this envision of like white kids growing up in a, in a nice park, you know, with a white dog and a green, picket, green, ga- green grass, <laughs> green grass and a picket fence, you know, one of those little hats that had the little propellers on top. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have one currently. <laughs> awesome. awesome, Jeff. And so, so Jeff, you you well, you you're you're the one that knows Carl, right? You and Carl used to work together uh, once upon a time mm-hmm. in Flagstaff. And so, the fact that you know you lived in Flagstaff, that you're pretty familiar with with native people, 
with American yeah. Indians, indigenous, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, for some reason, Jeff, us native people, we're real fixated on uh, where we're from. We're real fixated on something called clans. And so, Jeff, you know, uh, can I ask you, where are you from and what are your clans? <laughs> <laughs> well, white people aren't allowed to have clans or else it's a bad thing. <laughs> Which well, I'm not a part of any white clan, just to be fair, <laughs> just so you know. I'm from California, like most white people, I guess. Like most surfer guys, you know, like stoner white guys, you think it's in California. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I moved to and then I lived that Arizona life for a while. Weird. I mean, like, yeah, it's like, it's the typical white guy that, you know, comes out and then uh, works on their sort of like, uh, like, close to the reservation. Was it a real shocker for you when you came out from California to see a lot of native Americans? Like what are these Brown people? Yeah. I mean, I, I, when you want to play and this is going to sound silly. And I actually had a used to have a roommate who had the same thought. And he, he thought I only, when I first moved here, everybody was saying, Oh, the native Americans. And I thought that was a joke because I thought they were only real in movies. <laughs> And I thought they didn't exist anymore, which that's not my case. That's my old, that's my old roommate. He thought that, but I guess, you know, younger, it's, you know, you, you see movies and things like that and you don't think anything of it. And so you think most native American people are going to be on the reservation when, yeah. you know, being a young white kid, that's what you're kind of assume when you, I guess when you don't grow up near a reservation, but I mean, if you grow up in like somewhere in Arizona, like in Flagstaff, you're probably quite familiar with all that and intricacies of it. Mm -hmm. And so, Jeff, if you can tell us and our, our listeners, and, and please be truthful about this, is that when you first came encounter with Native folks, were you disappointed that uh, they didn't all have the, the flowing uh, long hair feathers coming out of their hair? <laughs> we weren't riding horses. That in fact, we were riding uh, the res rockets. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't live in teepees. Uh, I mean, it was definitely a shock. It was like, this can't be real. They don't live in teepees. That can't be a thing. <laughs> They're shopping at Walmart. What the hell's going on? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I think it was more just the fact that I guess I was just seeing Native Americans because my aunt, who was white, had a teepee in her fucking backyard, and it was like, <laughs> like, what do you, what do you got going on there? And she's just like, oh, I bought it at uh, a powwow. Like, uh, I don't even remember where she uh, bought it. Or she's like, I bought it somewhere. Yeah, build your own teepee, you know. <laughs> But it bought, it from a, bought it from a white person for sure. <laughs> oh God. And, and so that teepee in the backyard is where you went to when you wanted to uh, get naked and uh, ex experience all the, the force of the spirits to flow through your body. <laughs> right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would, you know, get naked and, and listen to the, to the earth and to the, to the wind and Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we call those guys, uh, you know, meth addicts and stuff like that now. So <laughs> when they do that, when they do that, so we were, you know, we, we've changed a lot. So since listening to the earth naked. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta know. <laughs> so uh, Jeff, you, you kind of brought up the conversation that you had with us on your podcast. And, you know, for those of uh, our listeners that might have missed that conversation, that that is something that I kind of wanted to talk about again was uh, to get your impressions on, on some of the, the local cuisine out here. And I guess for Carl and I, you know, it's kind of those res snacks. And so we talked a little bit about it on your podcast. But for this bonus episode, we definitely like to get your take 
on uh, piccadillies. And so that's something that we uh, kind of described to you that it's the, the pickles chopped up, cubed up and thrown into some shaved ice, some syrup on top and a little sprinkle of uh, some uh, fine seasoning, that Kool-Aid seasoning. Mm, artisanal. <laughs> I know, right? It, it was it was a weird, I mean, for us too, when we've heard about it, I don't think we even knew what it was. It was a shocker. It was a shocker for us, just like you. But when we when we tasted it, I mean, it was okay. It was good, and I guess we're addicted to that now. <laughs> now, did that originate on the reservation, or is that some originate somewhere else and brought over? To, to to my knowledge, it did originate on a native reservation. Yeah. But although I I think that just like fry bread, you know, all the natives are fighting about who who who's the one that created <laughs> this dishes, which is kind of funny to me because I don't understand why anybody would be proud of the fact that they uh, increase the diabetes rate on any reservation, but that that seems to be <laughs> the argument. And so, um, you know, there there's origins that point that this was created in uh, Autumn Territory, which is you know our uh, the, the natives to the south and the southern part of Arizona. But I think like, like, cause, cause when we were growing up, right, Carl, that we, you did eat pickles by themselves often. Oh yeah. And then the practice started that you would sprinkle the Kool-Aid on the pickles. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that when somebody thought, oh, you know, well, let's take this and then snack add. and then let's pair it with another snack that we like, which is the snow cones, then that's probably how that was created. Yeah. I mean, you probably had that snack before, right? Pickles with Kool-Aid? Uh, I mean, That's no. an American treat, I, right? <laughs> I used to eat all pickles growing up. Like, you know, you go to the gas station or whatever, the, oh, the yeah. corner store, and you buy, like, the pickle in a pouch, and you just chow down, or you can see, like, they have the big jar of pickles, and you, you know, all your friends go out, and you buy a big, each buy a pickle for, like, a quarter, or, like, you know, a buck or something, and then you just sit down in the corner and chow down on some pickles. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And but so, never have I had a Piccadilly, and I don't think I ever would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't have one. It it'll change your life. Is there is there anything that uh, resembles that type of snack that you can think of, Jeff? That you've experienced anywhere else in, uh, I guess, mainstream society? Well, what's funny is that sounds like something that you would find in like a food cart in Portland because they love to like mix the like just strange foods that you wouldn't think to mix together, and it's like, oh yeah, that's so that's fusion. That's really cool. So that sounds like something you would see in like a food cart in Portland. So that's not too strange of a concept for me, to be honest. Huh? Yeah. We, we never knew, uh, you know, it, it, it could exist anywhere else. So I think it just exists on the Hopi and uh, well in Arizona, pretty much uh, uh, on reservations. I, yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. I mean, when I Googled it, everything that, everything that had to do with it, it was either Navajo or Hopi reservations. So there's literally, there was nothing about Piccadilly that wasn't, you know, Native American based. So that might be the case. That might be solely on the reservation and hasn't made its way into mainstream yet. You Google search Piccadilly's. Yeah, listeners listen, you know? Yeah. You Google search Piccadilly's and all these diabetes preventions websites pop up. <laughs> you, probably, you probably saw the one with, uh, with that, um, what, what is it? The, the red circle with the slash on the middle. It has a Piccadilly in the back. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's pretty much oh, like yeah. our that's our like our prevention thing. <laughs> don't eat hey, this. Don't, don't eat that, guys. Someone wag shaking their finger at you. Don't eat that, you guys. Hey, that's not good. <laughs> exactly. It, it's a, I think you know, Jeff. The other thing that I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on get get some comments because back back when Carl and I did an episode called Carl and J Man Go to the Movies, where we talked about some films that feature Native communities and the topic of uh, of uh, Native culture. Are, are there any Native films that you've seen throughout your lifetime? Uh, well, I mean, obviously the the big and first one that comes to mind is Smoke Signals. Like that's like the big one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's and a white what, man's movie anyway. So <laughs> what's actually kind of cool is I just watched completely off topic uh, that new um, like X Men movie, New Mutants or something. Oh, really? And it has the guy who is in Smoke Signals, and it like the main girls comes from a reservation, and she's Native American, and he's her dad, and it like you know it's kind of yeah like it goes along with like like her her powers work with like her res- her Native American folklore with like there's two bears inside you kind of deal you know yeah 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 her name's like Moon something isn't it yeah it's like Moon Star Moonshine or something yeah, like that Moonshine moon <laughs> did you watch uh, the the original Mortal Kombat where uh, Luke Kane has to go to the Hopi Reservation to the Hopi Mesas to the Hopi yeah. Mesas and uh, yep. <laughs> and yeah. visit Nighthawk that's how that's pretty much how we all look so he went to the Hopi Mesas. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Indian Indian in the cupboard pops out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the other. Yeah, there you go. And then Thunderheart showed up. <laughs> Thunderheart <laughs> showed up. And it turns out that it was the 1960s uh, Gathering of Nations powwow. <laughs> that must have been when my aunt got her teepee. <laughs> <laughs> have you actually, Jeff? Have you ever been to a powwow? No, actually, I've only you know seen pictures and videos and heard things. Wow, yeah, I never been to a Palo too. So, I, I've been <laughs> I, I've been to a few. I've been to a few, and uh, I you know I I guess maybe they're not for me. I don't think that they're for me. Yeah, I think you have to have like a select taste for that. So, um, I, I I don't. I mean, it's no offense to all the Native American, but I just don't Not, see. No offense to all you young hoppies out there. That, uh, <laughs> that I don't, I don't like powwow music. Sewing I, your grass skirts. And, uh, I don't like powwow music. I just, I, I don't, I don't see an interest in that for me. That's why. So I, I, I get what you're saying, Jeff. So. Yeah. What was, what was I saying? <laughs> I, I forgot. Well, before, and that's oh, yeah. pretty much how I, I feel so. I, I imagine though, Jeff, that if you did show up to a powwow, a lot of people would probably label label you as a hippie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got that long hair and the beard, and like they'll probably be like, "Look at this, this like either yuppie or this like grungy hippie guy with his Birkenstocks and his, you know." <laughs> so, so I, I guess out of the native movie films that you've seen, Jeff, which 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 one would you say is your favorite? Uh, I mean, honestly, the only one that's like fully one that I would say fully is fully like a native movie would be smoke signals. Otherwise everything I've ever, everything other else I've seen is just like, has it, you know, featured here and there. It's never like a, about the reservation or about native Americans. Yeah. Like, so I, yeah. So I would say smoke signals. Cause I feel like that's the only one that's actually like solely that I've seen. That's strictly, you know, about that rather than it just being like, Hey, we went there to get magical, like a magical wolf dude, or we went there to, you know, to do this or do that. 
That was from Mortal Kombat by the Wolf Dude. <laughs> would you <laughs> say? Would you say, Carl, that uh, Avatar is is a native flick? Oh yeah, Avatar is like like a native flick. Remember they they kind of compared that to Pocahontas, pretty it's much. It's kind of like Dances with Wolves. <laughs> yeah, pretty Mixed much. With the Smurfs. <laughs> oh yeah, Dances with Wolves. I forgot about Dances with Wolves. Yeah, Dances with Wolves. You know, you know, we don't we I don't we don't want to become Kevin Cosner's bitch. So <laughs> no, never. Well, I think Carl does. Don't be the white man's his, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Carl does because he keeps his hair long. So, <laughs> so I mean, like there have, what, what sort of like, um, stereotypical stereotype kind of things that you've, you've kind of heard without even, you know, acknowledging like oh, yeah. the native yeah. Americans before. What, what sort of things have you heard that is like stereotypical? And then we'll tell you if they're true or false, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, well, you've already said one, but one of the stereotypes, you know, first move in Arizona is the diabetes, obviously, you know, that, that you said, uh, and you know, that's one of the things it's like, oh, Native Americans, they suffer from diabetes. Yeah. Uh, they obviously, you know, those shitty white kids are like, all oh, Native Americans have diabetes. It's like, don't be so fucking ignorant. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, they, they, they may be ignorant, but unfortunately, I think they're probably right. Yeah, they're probably right, too. Yeah. We say the same thing about white kids anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, look at them drinking their freaking monsters and eating their Twizzlers and their Butterfingers or whatever. I don't know. Doing their TikToks. Yeah, and their, their Dutch bros or whatever they call them. They're, yeah, they're Dutch brothers. <laughs> look at they're, them. They're Black Rock coffees. <laughs> their Starbucks cups and stuff like that, or uh, what is it? Their uh, their white or what is they call their the the spandex on the girls? What are they? Oh, leggings. Uh, leggings. leggings. There you go. Yeah, I think all white girls wear leggings pretty much. <laughs> if not wear, at least own a pair. <laughs> For sure. For sure. A hundred percent. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what are What are some other stereotypes, Jeff, that you can think of? Ah. Uh, Honestly, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Like, you know, when you move here, you think everybody's going to be wearing feathers and everybody's going to be wearing like denim or leathers or turquoise, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The stuff, the stuff you see in like TV shows or movies, like family guy kind of stuff, making fun of like, Oh look, a new denim store opened up next door to the denim and everything store. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) No, no questions about our spirit animals, huh, Jeff? You know, I, I I just, I don't think of that as, I just think of that as like a spiritual thing, I guess. I never really thought of that as a specifically Native American thing, but I guess that is based out of Native American folklore, isn't it? Yeah, I think so too. Do we have spirit animals here? Yeah, we, we have uh, something that they call animalities. Yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> animalities. that was developed by Thaha Nightwolf. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I think you think I think you're thinking of the wrong thing there, bud. <laughs> Car- Car- so, Car- Carl's animality is uh, he turns into uh, a skunk, a skunk, <laughs> the, a skunk, the, the beaver. <laughs> so I'm an otter. Don't worry. <laughs> all right, good. So you grew up in Arizona, and you probably went to school on on Arizona, right? You you or like in the Flagstaff area. Or did you go to school? In- yeah, middle, middle school, middle school, high school, definitely in Flagstaff. So over there, did you have, a, was there a lot of uh, Native Americans that were attending that school there? Uh, middle, yeah, I mean, and definitely more in middle school because it was, I went to a public middle school. Yeah. But when I went to high school, it was specialty art high school. So, I mean, I'm not going to say we didn't have any Native Americans because we did, but it wasn't as higher of a concentration as it would be at like a, I don't know, at any other high school that would have been around there, like Flag High or Snow or something. 
Ah, okay. So did you have, uh, you know, were they, were, were, were you guys kind of like in cliques or anything like that where you say that, oh, you know, the native kids hang out over there and uh, us, us cool no, guys? No, not at all. It was like the artsy fartsy kids and like the nerdy kids and like the dance kids. And it was never like uh, anything about like, Hey, the Asian kids are going to hang out over there. It was, it was definitely, I didn't go to high school where when you watch a movie about high schools, you think like each table is like, Oh, there's the geeky guys. And there's like, <laughs> yeah, the Asian yeah. like it's definitely nothing like that. It was more or less like, you know, there's the people who like to watch movies on, on their lunch during lunch. And there's the people who like, like to do this. And you know, it was more or less like, I guess activities and what you're interested in rather than uh, that, which is, and plus there might not have been enough Native American people at the school to be like, Hey, they all go hang out over there. I, I was going to say that you, you, you guys didn't force them to hang on the corner that was closest to the liquor store. Huh? <laughs> the, no, we made them hang out next to the vending machines. You didn't, you didn't put them on a reservation, did you? So. <laughs> White said, person go, go, over there the go sit in the parking lot until your school's ready. <laughs> White person joke. <laughs> and, and so, Jeff, I wanted to get your uh, reaction onto something because Carl and I, we've talked about this to a great extent on the podcast, is this concept that we have of reservation slang or res slang. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, there, there's a couple of words that we kind of say around here on the reservation and just wanted to see if there was uh, a similar term or phrase uh, in, I don't know, in, in, in the white man's language. And so okay. I, think, I think that one of the most popular things that we say around here on the reservation is Nee. Yeah. Like Nee means like, uh, like, oh, geez, or like something similar to that. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean that. I think, I think what it means is like, it's, it's one of those phrases that you say after every single sentence, it's almost like a period. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, sometimes you say it as if you're saying a joke, you know, you're trying to clown on somebody and you say something that you think is funny and then you'll say at the end of it or sometimes it's a reactionary phrase too that when you're conversating with your friends that when they're done telling a story then everybody will respond in, in that and they'll say <laughs> honestly that is i can't i've been sitting here trying to think of what you've been talking i can't think of a single thing that would be even similar to that for like white people honestly off the top of my head Weird. That's not, yeah, I can't like, I mean, I, whenever I end a conversation, I always go, okay, and I make like a fart noise. But yeah, that, that maybe, could be that. Maybe that is that. Maybe, maybe I say, that's leave. just me. That's just me. No one else does that. <laughs> that's so I don't just know if that's, Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I can't think of, because like, yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything that we that I would like if I was having a conversation. And we, it's something. Uh, yeah, no. I, okay, let, <laughs> let, let's try. Let's try this phrase, Jeff. We did an episode back, kind of talking about res love and talking about that dynamic of a reservation romance. Uh-huh. That a term that's often used to identify a person that you're loosely involved with is called snag. Yeah, have you heard that before? Snag. No, not in the terms, not in the way you're using it. <laughs> and uh, well, I, I think that the word snag kind of comes from um, like like uh, snagging. Like yeah. I, I was all snagging that chick. That means I was making out with her or I was giving her hickeys. <laughs> and so, is it, you say snagging? Is that like a term you like I was snagging? Is that a, also another term that you say? Yeah. Because yeah. I've never yeah. heard that either. Yeah. You never heard that before. Weird. It sounds like snogging, which is the way British people say making out. They say we yeah. were snogging. Oh, no it kidding. Yeah, like snogging. Yeah. I've heard that on... Um, 
um, uh, what was it? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter says that. Maybe that's where that yeah. word came from. Yeah, well, this was before. This is like in the 90s. <laughs> snagging. I mean, no, snogging, yeah, snogging has been around for like decades, like the term. I'm sure they probably both just kind of came into their own separately and then just Maybe. was a yeah, mm-hmm. so we're part British, so. <laughs> You're being colonized. Watch out. <laughs> Better watch out for that word, Carl. Well, well, Carl's never snagged anybody out anyway, so uh, I think he's safe and, you know, one, one of the few that's not colonized so, right here. So tonight when you're with your wife there, you know, um, you say, let's go snag behind behind the couch or something like that. Behind the couch? <laughs> Because for us natives, we snag in, in the most unusual places. Yeah, pretty much. So Because I think in, you know, in the ideal world, and for us natives, we always think of the white man's world as the ideal world because that's what television tells us. But that when you would snag somebody, you're doing it in some place that's comfortable on the couch, you're doing it on the bed. But for us res folks, when you're snagging out, you're snagging out in the backseat of a car. Behind or a house. Behind a house somewhere. In a bush. <laughs> So, in a shed. In a shed. In a shed. <laughs> Actually, that that's uh, that's that's not uncommon around here. So, <laughs> <It's not. laughs> uh, shagging shagging shacks around here. So. Shagging. Shacks. <laughs> what is it? Snagging yeah. snagging shacks. <laughs> Like it's like love shack, snag shack, maybe snag shack. <laughs> there you go. Actually, the other thing too is that because you know there are certain places that people go to 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 do that, they call it oh that that's a snagging point or something. Yeah, like yeah. We we have we have a bunch of them around here. So <laughs> yeah, and then so you'll you'll they'll have like about up to uh, ten couples snagging out in the, in the same area. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that sounds awkward. That's Native Americans for you. Yeah, we got blinders on out here, so yeah, whatever, whatever the na- neighbors are doing, that doesn't really concern us. And <laughs> yeah, just what's right in front of you. That's it. <laughs> let, let, let's let's flip this, and you know, because I've always there, there's this dynamic out here, and you know, Carl and I, we've talked about this that you know we get teased a lot on this podcast that people tell us that oh, you guys, you guys don't sound like res guys because you know we kind of speak in a certain way. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of phrases and a lot of words that, that res people don't say. And then if you say it, people will laugh at you because they think that, you know, oh, you're, you're talking like a white guy or yeah, that, that, that that's a, a white term. And so, you know, it's funny for me because then I always joke with my wife because I listen to sports radio often and that, you know, all the anchors on, on the sports radio uh, station that I listen to, they are, they're all white guys. And so a word that they often say is a uh, fantastic Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What a de- how delightful. How delightful. Exactly. Those types of words. <laughs> and it's it's strange for us for some reason, you know, to use that type of vocabulary because like for us, you know, because I think it really does, it comes down to us having our particular slang and how we talk because then when something is cool, like out here, you don't say, oh, that's cool. You know, you say like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. We say it's bad. I Damn, mean. that chick's all bad. Yeah saying that that's a cool girl. So, but then I would tease my wife and say that, Oh, I'm going to start saying fantastic. Oh man, that girl's fantastic. <laughs> wow. She's quite the doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, you know, the 1950s terms that white people use. So it's weird because we never use that. We just use like, you know, Oh, she's cool. She's probably snaggable. You know, she's probably- <laughs> I, I snagged that. I snagged that. <laughs> I snagged I snag that. By the, by the time you get done with this, Jeff, you're going to be a quarter Hopi. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can be in my clan. 
Snag it and brag it, you know? Snag it and bag it. <laughs> You're going to have to show Carl the way, uh, Jeff, because uh, he's got some stripes that he needs to earn in that department. We'll get you there. <laughs> So like, you know, have you, have you heard any other terms from your end, like from native Americans, like maybe you were at like uh, a supermarket one time and they said a word that you just didn't understand. I mean, like when I worked at Hastings, uh, I don't know if I started to mention that place. Uh, I don't know if you remember Roberta, Yeah, uh, but we'd always used to go yada la. Oh yeah. <laughs> yada la. Bro. Like, That's from the Navajo I, side. I still say that to, to myself, like when something's frustrating, I'll just be like, yada la, just to myself. Like, I don't, like, I'm, it's just like, sorry. It's just like, it's just one of those phrases that and Jilchi. Yeah. Those are the two things that really come to mind when I, you know, let that have like stuck in my brain. Cause I think I said those too much. <laughs> so for like for Hopis on our end, yada la means, uh, is oi on our end. So. Means like, uh, oh, shucks on oh, your shucks. end. Oh, darn it. Oh, darn it. Like on your end. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I whited it up. <laughs> I Caucasianed it for myself a little bit, you know? <laughs> nice. Yada la. Oh my gosh. Yada la. It's so, so Jeff, when you start, when you start potting on the, uh, just Jeff podcast, you're going to have to start using some of these terms. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll so do it. Snagging, uh, <laughs> snagging my wife the other day. They snagged it and so tagged it. I was talking it. to this bad chick, you know, was I was bad. talking to this bad chick that I really wanted to snag. And, you know, I was like, yada la. You know, we went behind the, we went behind the, the K-Town store and I snagged her and then we got a Piccadilly and some hamburger pizzas and hell yeah. <laughs> there it was, you, it was it's second nature to you. After that, you said, I snagged it and damn, she was all easy. <laughs> it's like, I thought you were a bad chick, but you ain't nothing. <laughs> I got to congratulate you because you're now a Native American. So oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and so I think that we're getting up to time, but uh, uh, Jeff, if there's any um, last lasting uh, words you want to share with us or with our listeners before we get out of here. Yeah, go ahead and uh, plug away your podcast or anything you want to say. Oh, you know, just uh, go listen to Just Jeff. We got our episode with, I got my episode with these two bad boys. Obviously, it was a great episode. We had a lot of fun. And yeah, just check me out on Instagram. Uh, you know, the, you know how it goes. Perfect. All right. We'll go ahead and link everything down below on YouTube and we'll go ahead and link everything on our anchor site there as well, too. So uh, thank you again, Jeff, for being yeah. our guest. And thank you again for all the uh, the white slangs, the white people slangs. And uh, we'll definitely use them. Thank you, Jeff. I will, I will always be your Caucasian correspondent if you need it. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Thank you, Jeff. That was just fantastic. <laughs> I think that this was a very outstanding episode. Very happy with the outcome of, of how it all happened. And so... It was quite delightful was, for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, thank you all to all the listeners and definitely, you know, hope that this uh, bonus episode keeps your appetite for the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast as we start getting gearing up for season five. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and look out for that. We'll go ahead and link you for all of our donations, donation sites and everything, our donation links. Be sure to check out all of our past episodes from uh, Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. All right. Well, thank you again for our guests and thank you again for listening. 
my name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man. So long, quick, quick.